Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome once again to another Match Day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm James and I'm joined by Andy and Matt. We're here on Boxing Day to discuss our home fixture with Preston. Merry Christmas, James. Merry Christmas, mate. You have a good one. Yeah, did you? Yeah, it was good, thank you. Andy? Merry Christmas, everybody. How are we feeling about today? Well, we can we can come to that, but you know, I'm forever nervous, you know how I am. We need to address Paul's absence first, don't we? we do. Who? <laughs> Only joking. Normally this is the bit where we uh rip into the person who's not here, but on this occasion it would be very inappropriate. Very. Because uh Paul um has become a father. Hey. But about two months earlier than expected. Three months. Three months earlier than yeah. expected. Three months earlier. <laughs> Were you just adding that up in your head, Andy? Yeah. Um, which is obviously like, it's a really weird mixture of great news and not great news all in one. But we wish Paul well and we hope that Leeds get the win for his newborn son. Keep fighting. Let's get some Leeds United love for him. So, James, what's the head to head? It's a good question. You go, you're already having to. Uh, He's added in a new thing, hasn't he? So, we went to Deepdale midweek and scored... Silly prick's not put head-to-head on. (laughs) There's no excuse for tardiness, Paul. (laughs) He has. So, yeah, going back on that bit, Paul, bless him, has still done our prep for the podcast, but he's missed the head-to-head off. Yeah, well, his head's all over the place, isn't it? He's got other things to worry about. Head-to-head's all over the place. So, what he has added is the reverse fixture, which I remember us discussing as a good idea in the last podcast, or you guys did anyway, where we talk about how we uh, played against um, the team previously in the season. So, we went to Deepdale midweek and scored a late... um, a late goal and it was 1-1 it was Eddie and Ketia actually um, in October and we should and have had a penalty as well to win it we definitely should have had a penalty as well and we saw that as uh, two points dropped there was a long argument about whether it was one point gained or two dropped but it was two dropped yeah we've definitely won that argument now so yeah two points dropped hey James hey did you get a, uh, any Leeds United clubber for Christmas yeah I did uh, my lovely in-law got me a lovely tracksuit top some uh, loungewear smart loungewear as well wasn't it mm. I'm saying wasn't it because there's someone else in the car but we'll come to that I think is loungewear just a um, posh word for pyjamas basically yeah Yeah. I want to hear more about your brick oh yeah I got a brick Ben my friend Ben gave me a brick 
Do you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> is it what sort of brick was it? Was it one of those that you swim to the bottom of the pool in your loungewear to pick up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get your practice in. Get your Kiora badge. Where do you live? Sounds great. <laughs> no, it's um, it was a brick that was made at the original brickwork factory here on uh, at, at Ellen Road. So um, yeah, someone I know had got a few spares in their garden. Well, in fact, I think he chipped it out of his old barbecue for me, which was very kind. So thanks, Ben. What about you, Matthew? Anything Leeds United related? I got Moscow White's book. Excellent. Which I'd previously bought for uh, two other relatives and got my own copy for Christmas. And I got a centenary top. That the uh, notification that the team news is in. That is the notification. Do we want to do this filler? <laughs> well, let's find out who. The, let's find out who's Can in the have, team. Oh, I got for Christmas. <laughs> we got time, Andy. Teams out. Come on, fillers in. So for Christmas, I got a Leeds United centenary ball. And on Boxing Day, you I also, no, I got the news, the team news. <laughs> and it's, it's Paddy Bamford on the official site wearing a reindeer jumper and a lovely hat. He is lovely. So in the sticks we have Kiko, Kiko Casilla. Is there any changes? Dun, 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 dun. Yes, there's no Pablo Hernandez. He's a poorly boy. Who's in for him? Johnny Alioski, in it. Yes. <laughs> is Roberts on the bench? No. Oh, interesting. However, the potential defector, Eddie and Ketcha, is on the bench. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Is Jamie Shack on the bench? Nope. Hmm. Jack Clark? Who? Jack Clark. Never heard of him. He's been recalled, hasn't he? Is he on the bench? Spurs right back. Is he on the bench? No. Oh, why not? He's playing right back for Spurs. Ah, since when? Early Christmas present. Hmm. Merry Christmas. What's next on the sheet, James? So, yeah, we're obviously without pa- Pablo Hernandez uh, for a month as he recovers from his hamstring injury. Barry Douglas is out through illness. And, um, well, on the sheet it says we would be bolstered by uh, Tyler Roberts and Jamie Shockleton, but obviously that hasn't come to fruition. So um, so the next thing uh, we usually talk about is the opposition forums. What's it called? What's Preston's online forum called? PNE Online. Correct, Matthew. I think I got that right last time. Yeah, you did. Um, so there's a nine-page thread discussing their chance of overtaking us. They don't like us, James. Yeah, and then how much they hate Leeds. It's on the ninth page, or it's a nine-page thread? Nine-page thread about basically how much they hate us and the ticket prices for the game. Um, but Paul's plucked out a, a favourite quote, which was, Leeds have loads of tough games left, um, but obviously we all have tough games because <laughs> we're at the halfway point of the season, yeah. so we've got to play everyone, play everyone again. Referee search. Shout out to my mate El Loco Joe who's come up with the goodies once again. Joe Bedford on Twitter, thank you for doing all the hard work that we simply can't be asked doing. Joe Bedford on Twitter. Darren Bond returns to Ellen Road. His last visit, the 1-0 loss to Swansea in August. He recently took charge of our away win at Reading. So let's (laughs) hope we carry on that form. She's gone above and beyond this week, hasn't she, James? She has done a lot of research here. This is because we asked in the last pod, do you remember that... um, I can't remember who the guy's name was. Oh, uh, Tim Robinson should know yep. that. He he uh, had a very good record when ref in Fulham. So Joe has kindly given us today's ref, Darren Bond's record for Preston, which is? So Darren Bond has refereed Preston North End a total of seven times, won twice, they've won twice, drawn four times and lost once. And he's issued 15 yellow cards in those games. He's a bit of a chump, isn't he? I think that's inconsequential, really. I'm not worried about that record one way or the other, to be honest. Not reading much into it. What does worry you? When Fulham have never lost 
with the same referee and they're beating us. Mine's sharks. Pull sharks or like sail. Legit ones with big old teeth. So predictions, Matthew. What are you thinking? Um, I am going for a Boxing Day replica, albeit we're at home rather than away. Four-one to Leeds United. I think we're going to come out mean and moody today. Mean and moody. Yeah, I think we're going to be really angry about the last game, and I think that we're going to stick it to Preston. They've had, they've got a poor away record, haven't they? So it'll be good against us, won't it? That is true, but let's see. I read on Twitter earlier someone say 4-2 Patrick Bamford hat-trick and I really fancy that. It's going to be a Christmas cracker. James? Well, I'm not feeling Jesus. very good about this. Jesus Christ. The reason why is, is because we've got an omen in the car for me. Someone else is here. Well, first of all, we're in the car recording before the game. We're just near Ellen Road and yeah, we do have someone in here that's... Uh, I've, I've been to... I don't know how many games we've been to together. It's my brother-in-law. Three or four together, and he's been and every Leeds game beyond that number he's been to, we've lost. So I'm not feeling good. Has he got a ticket? He's got a ticket. Oh Christ! Can we not kick him out? Well, what I was thinking was, if we do lose this game, I'll put a picture of him on Twitter, and uh, if anyone ever sees him at a Leeds game ever again, you just go to the nearest student and ask them to eject him as quickly as possible. <laughs> Inject him or eject him? Well, both if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, uh, I hope that you enjoy the game. But I'm going to go. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not feeling great, but I am going to go for a, a turn here, and I think, um, I think we're going to win two-one. Records are there to be broken. Exactly, aren't they? exactly. We this season is our chance to change everything. Two-one. So, final word. We all have a a word before the game to uh, summarise how we're feeling. How are you feeling, Matt? I'm feeling good, and my word is going to be reset because we are at the twenty-three game point or the 24th game today so this is like the first game of the second half of the season so we've got to get those Bristol City vibes from that lovely hot day back in August which feels like a a long time ago and uh, smash the hell out of the next 23 games in the way that we did the first 23 so reset and go again James chirpy chirpy yeah I feel chirpy I'm, I'm really happy to be back at Ellen Road. It's good. It's Boxing Day. Really full up from a lovely uh, buffet meal we had this afternoon. It was lovely, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, just chirpy. Looking forward to the match, and hopefully we can we can get a deserved victory. We should have beaten them earlier on this season. So come on, Andy. Cracker. My word is cracker. There's gonna be a Christmas cracker at Ellen Road, and we're gonna win. <laughs> Well, you've thought about that you'd long never, and hard, Andy. <laughs> you'd never guess that we think of these on the spot, would you? Um, I had a quick chat with Paul before we started recording this, and uh, he said he'd like to include his prediction and word. So here's Paul. Hi, guys. I uh, said it in my prediction. 2-0 lead. Um, and my word is hopeful. Hopeful that we're going to get three points and get the job done and build back difference up to third back up to 10 points come on Leeds the other thing that I said to Paul when I spoke to him was that he'll have to listen to this podcast on his way to the hospital because obviously he's having to travel from home to the hospital on a regular basis every day every day he said that the journey is about 40 minutes so if we could make this 40 minutes this pod then uh, that would work well for him currently running at about 13 minutes which given how well it's gone we've probably had it down to about three minutes Andy you reckon <laughs> A Christmas cracker of an edit. <laughs> In all seriousness, uh, let's hope it goes well today. 
All love to Paul. We miss you, brother. We do, mate. Let's get into the game. Come on, lads. Right guys, so before we get started on trying to dissect that, some controversial <laughs> stuff to get under wraps. Point gained or two dropped? Oh, that is controversial. This one's definitely more uh, point gained than the last one. Definitely point gained in that one. After an absolutely atrocious first half, I never thought we'd get a point out of that, so definitely. See, that's the second controversial point. I think Preston in the first half are one of the best teams we've played at home this season due to the way they stopped us playing and blocked us off basically and did a lot of the dirty, horrible stuff that we're missing. James disagrees completely. I don't disagree. I just think they set up well and we didn't have an answer to that, which is really odd. It wasn't, you know, it was just such a vacuum of space in midfield in the first half. You got, you got Cooper in possession. He's pumping out 50-50 balls to the wing. It's like, why? Like That never normally happens. We normally just have someone to lay it off to, but there's just this big space. And I think it was the way Preston set up rather than the way that they played. Yeah, although they they were... The thing is, in order to play the way they played, they had to be up for it. Mm. And they were all over us, really, like a rash from the word go. That's probably down to the fact that man marked all our players. Mm. Phillips was very quiet first half. Click was also quiet. Pablo missed a lot. Spanish head missing. Calm Spanish head. The thing I was thinking was Bielsa must have been sat there going, at last, something to think about. Because most games this season we've come out first half and we've been far and away the best side. And we were far and away the second best side in that first half today. I was getting all ready to say that it was going to be the first game we deserved to lose this season. And in the end, I thought second half, Preston were nowhere near as good and we didn't lose going to say on reflection however much I hate to concede this I think it's probably a fair result that if you look back at the chances that we had and nearly had well, we scored, hit the post twice didn't we that's what I mean so that probably could have edged it in our favour but I think judging on the first half performance we weren't at the races their goal though they're obviously to take it to 1-0 we were on the attack and Click lost the ball from just holding it for too long on the edge of their box we were in a really good position to make something of that and all of a sudden they break up the field and a single shot on goal and it goes in. And it was that Belen Brown. <laughs> Seen as concede goals like that a lot, but not under Bielsa. No, it was it was just weird watching. It's like we had Heckingbottom back in the dugout. I turned to my brother-in-law and I said... Uh, Your brother-in-law who's never seen us win. Who's never seen us win <laughs> to this point, still. Jim, out! <laughs> and um, I did say that I haven't seen us play like this in a long, long time. Even the Wigan game, which... Jim came to we were <laughs> <laughs> on that horrible yeah, weekend the last time I saw him we were in Ipswich losing 3-2 oh, no. we all it Jim <laughs> we all it Jim so yeah it has been a long long time and like you say probably under Bielsa we haven't played as bad as that I turned to Matt halfway through the first half and I said to him looks like we've broken Ben White and it looks like Liam's gone back to League 1 Liam I, I don't think you're giving Preston enough credit I honestly don't. I think that they were. I don't think I am. No, I don't think you are, Jim. <laughs> I certainly am. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Preston were had a very, very good first half, and it was all down to being well drilled, being up for it. But this is the same thing that we've seen over and over again. It's like Fulham last week. 
you know, if they played like they did against us last week, they'd be doing a lot better than they are. Then again, today they dropped points against Luton. Do you think the referee spoiled the game? <laughs> the referee was atrocious. Awful. Absolutely appalling ref. I thought it was really good. A loco no, Joe. Really. A loco Joe. Please put uh, Darren Bond on the naughty list. <laughs> so with the referee, it, for me, it felt like um, the other way around to how we usually are, which is referees just booking people too soon in the game. We normally criticise referees for booking players far too early for silly little tackles. Yeah, it was the other way around this time, wasn't it? It was the other way around. <laughs> it was like he should have been giving out more cards at his Christmas after all and then he had the audacity to book Click when Click was doing his job for him what a joker what did you think to um, taking off Bamford for catcher? do you think that was the right call at the time like everyone else I thought it was the wrong thing to do but in hindsight I think it probably changed the match for us and um, we had a lot we, we were a lot more progressive with him on the field but the thing is though there's like a lot of goal mouth penalty area scrambles in that second half last 20 minutes there were a lot of scrambles in the penalty area in that second half and I think Bamford was one of those players who might you know put one in the net for us in that sequence nah but if you see it was it was typical Leeds United striker at the moment trying to cross the ball to themselves he wouldn't have been in the right position Eddie's good at those goal mouth scrambles as well because we had um, him score at well quite a few Barnsley was one of them that rings a bell and uh, even at Preston at Deepdale away I think he scored quite close to the goal as well header won it beautiful header but like Andy says he was the one putting him in the box yeah. let's talk about that lovely goal that we celebrated <laughs> big deflection felt nice getting a little uh, cheeky equaliser in it in the uh, 90th minute felt very nice it's football such a weird game because that shot that Alioski had that rattled off the post was oh, a great yeah. shot yeah it really was you thought that well I thought it was going <laughs> into the stands like I do every time he hits the ball to be honest <laughs> yeah you could see him concentrating so hard and then Dallas hits a shot which wasn't that great and it bounds into the net their keeper made a, quite a few good saves as well I thought he kept them in the game he also was very good at taking goal kicks at the slowest pace possible they're basically a team of bellends aren't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the thing we haven't covered isn't it it's the thing that we're missing I would have been quite impressed with Preston if it on the first half second half they would just reverted to type it's not an individual because I know you were talking before Andy when we were walking up to the car about um us needing an individual that does like is a bit dirty and but I think the whole team just needs to be a bit that way when you look at Preston like you say they were just all shithouses <laughs> they were just tough we've got plenty of people who do the shithouses and the winding up but none of them are really hard they're just going to wind you up and put, try to get you sent off there's no one who's going to be giving you a kick or a prod or a nudge no we're missing someone like I don't know Michael Doyle <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not sure about that so what does it mean for our season do you think because that, I think that's our worst run of the season now officially three games without a win on paper it looks bleak because we've got a few injuries haven't we um, and every game is really really tough well that's true today we didn't didn't have anybody on the bench who you thought oh, I'd bring them on about other than no. Eddie obviously it, it wasn't like oh we can bring, bring him on and change the game we're struggling in that department at the moment I think it shows that we need to bolster a little something come January especially with uh, Eddie going back Potentially, I am a little bit worried. It was really tense inside Ellen Road today. Boxing Day crowd, it was quite quiet for long spells. I think that nervous energy transformed straight to the pitch, especially in the first half as well. Lots of moaning and groaning and lack of positivity. A lot of misplaced passes, weren't there? There was, yeah. I think you are right. The mood transferred onto the pitch and they all just looked even more nervous. And 
when Ellen Road is quiet, it's uh, like one of the worst places to be, I think. You need the noise behind them, don't you? Only player for me who wanted to carry the ball was Jack Harrison. Everyone else looked scared. I thought Jack Harrison played really well, but he didn't get on the ball enough. Costa held the ball and ran, ran through players quite a lot. Yeah, Costa had a... I think on the wings game. we were good. Um, but we've got three away games in a row coming up now, so that might help us been away from Elland Road. But three really tough away games. I mean, Birmingham, um, West Brom and then Arsenal. Nobody cares about the Arsenal game. <laughs> well, it's still a hard game whether you care about it or not. So we've been tracking our progress against Wolverhampton Wanderers and how they did in their season, uh, their title winning season in 2017-2018. Tracking moves, tracking moves. At this point, they were on 55 points. We're on 48, so we're sitting seven points behind that at the moment. We're not so much tracking wolves as uh, languishing behind wolves now. Should we change the name of this segment? <laughs> we should do. Where are we against ourselves last season now? Four points behind? Three points behind. Three points. Oh, yeah, because we. I felt like we'd lost today. But, <laughs> but um, for, we're now going into a bit of a spell where last season we didn't do very well. So every game we pick up points now, we're probably doing better. I'm staying positive. I think when Tyler Roberts comes back in, uh, to replace the injured Pablito, we should be all right. And he loves a good game against West Brom, doesn't he? Yeah, that was his performance of the season last year, Tyler Roberts, wasn't it? After an appalling game at QPR. Yeah. And also, our draw with Preston earlier in the season, um, we went on a massive unbeaten run after that. So let's hope that's the same this time. Fingers crossed. Have you got a man of the match? Well, should we go to Paul first to find out what his man of the match and word is? Hi guys, mixed feelings about that one. I think the first half was as poor as we've been for a long time. Sky were very complimentary to Preston. Um, thought Pearson probably should have been sent off for two yellows that he didn't get either for in the first half. But overall, showed character and um, came back. So I'm going to give the character as my word and Stuart Dallas as my man of the match for getting the goal that dug us out of it in the end. Cheers, lads. Bye. I think my man of the match goes to Jenny Alioski. I think he was the most consistent performer, carried the ball fairly well. We were making mistakes all over. He was giving a real good bit back to them as well. Uh, the guy next to me pointed out that Alex Neal rushed out of his technical area, was pointing, telling him, telling the ref where the free kick should be. And Jenny Alioski promptly turned around and pointed back to where the technical area was. And I just thought, yeah. I have that. His strike was good. He was, he was just looked up for it. Johnny Alioski. He's trying to boil their blood a lot as well, wasn't he? Which was good fun to watch. I'd probably go with Alioski as well. Um, one thing we didn't mention. I'm definitely not going for his Kiko because he, he was alarming in the first half, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, it was like going back to the end of last season, wasn't it? Unfortunately for a, a spell. That Dutch shirt looks well in there, doesn't it? So I'm saying Alioski, Matt. Who are you going a for? Patrick for Alioski, and I, I was. It was one of those games where it was difficult to pick him on a match because nobody performed that great. But I thought Alioski was a good, and, and given that you two've both gone for him as well, I think that's a good shout. Right onto the old words then. I'll kick us off. I'm going with the word strong. I think we need to keep strong. We need a strong player, you reckon? We need a strong player in the middle. I think we will finish the season strong and I'm sending some strength to my brother in arms Paul lovely that well in honour of Paul I'm going to say pleased <laughs> yeah because <laughs> he likes to say pleased on this podcast he does well we've done a lot on it in honour of Paul we're, we're all pleased and we think it was a point gained yeah definitely 
on reflection, we'll be happy with that, I think. Just right now, it hurts a little bit when you look at the table. Well, why should it, though? Actually, thinking about it, we're eight points off third. We're still doing well. But <laughs> yeah. this is the reality of how you feel, isn't That's it? That's the other reason why it's a point gained, because of all the other results today. And it's annoying that we haven't taken advantage of them, but at least we haven't fallen uh, fallen behind. So what's your word, Matt? My word is deserved, because I think we deserved a point. But I also think that um, uh, Preston deserved that lead at half-time, because I think they perform the best I've seen anyone perform at Ellen Road this season I'll agree with that it was nice to get a point for Paul's son's first game on the planet right that's all from us then on this Boxing Day podcast from a empty car park in the dark on Lowfields Road we will be back for the Birmingham podcast on Sunday so we'll speak to you then Podcast Network.